And welcome back to the greatest episode of the Shaven Points Podcast. My name is Jaden May, joined as always by my co-host, Quentin Crisco. How are we doing tonight, Quentin? Doing good, Jay. You know, I don't got the Bears, but at least I got winners. That's all I can ask for. The Cubs almost made the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's really what you strive for. Almost making the playoffs. A lot better than expectations. Yeah, that's true. But we got Connor Bedard coming up. We all know none of it hits the same as football. I'm about to get bedarded up in here. Oh, yeah. Last week, did pretty good in the NFL as a podcast. What were we, 7-1? and 7-1. and one. Uh, I went 4-0. You went 3-1, and one, losing that last game. Not too bad. Starting to get rolling. We're going to have model picks here pretty soon. We got model picks right now. Ooh. Go check them out on the website. Seven-points.com. Go got see right there. all of the picks for the model. We got spreads. We got totals. We got everything you need. So head on over to the website and you can get the full breakdown of the model. Get you some winners. Sir. So that's, it likes ball against the spread. It likes Baltimore. It likes Miami. It likes Detroit. It likes Houston, Arizona, Kansas City, New York Jets, and Green Bay. I do think we, we saw some really big numbers. And I'm thinking that's favoring towards those big numbers a little bit right now. Another week, they'll probably even out. But I, I still feel good about what it's putting out. I wouldn't play it out if I didn't feel good about it. Likes the over in Giants, Miami. The under in New Orleans, New England. The under in Cincinnati, Arizona. Under in Casey, Minnesota, which I don't agree with. But, hey, that's the model, not me. And the over in Jets, Devin. All right. So we did our tier ranking last week. Uh, We can do an updated tier list for y'all real quick. Let you know where our power rankings are. All right. So we have the the catch-up boys. And I I think this can just be 49ers and Chiefs right now. Yeah, and the top one, I mean, 49ers are up there. I don't know. We put the Cowboys up there. I don't love putting the 49ers in there because I don't trust the quarterback. Catch-ups first, always. Yeah, we can we can put Cowboys in there. I think that's where the Cowboys belong. We'll figure out this week. Yeah, in a, in a week from now, we will know if the four, who belongs out of this, 49ers or Cowboys. Let's see. One more team. I guess the Bills, maybe, after their performance. Really? Showing the Bills some love. I mean, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott are the same person. Might as well be on the same tier. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, that that maxes it out. I mean, I could throw the Ravens in there. Not yet. Not yet? All right, so Ravens. Great, but no Super Bowl. Throw the Dolphins in here. So we're acknowledging the Dolphins' existence this week? Yes. Lions. Yeah, Lions belong here. I might be up. Really? You feel good about any of these teams? No, I really don't. I mean, no. No, you're right. That's it. That's it. Maybe uh, e- I could throw the Eagles in there. Oh, yeah. I'll throw the Eagles in there. Yeah, I think, I think the Eagles belong right there. Okay, so might be good. Gotta Ooh, be Bengals. Bengals, Rams. Rams going up a tier. I think I still might see the Rams in Puka Laduka. We can put the Rams in Puka Laduka. Let's go Jags. Might be good. They had a pretty yeah, good Yeah, I think win. Jags belong. And there was someone else. I'd say. Oh, Chargers. Chargers have got to be might be good. Buccaneers might be good. Leading that division right now. I think they're still Puka Laduka. Okay. I might even put them in Kirk Cousins. But uh, just for you, I'll put them in Puka. What about, what about the Titans? 
Titans are Kirk Cousins. Okay. Kirk's cousin. So Puka Laduka. I think we upgrade the Texans this week to Puka Laduka. I agree. The Texans have earned a Puka Laduka standing. Okay. The Falcons, are they Kirk Cousins or are they Puka? Falcons are Kirk. Falcons are Kirk Cousins. I already said Titans too. Titans are Kirk Cousins. Falcons are Titan. Titans are practically the same team. I'm convinced. Yeah. Shit, that might be it. Seahawks got to go somewhere. Let's go might be good for Seahawks. And then the rest of this is Browns. The Browns are a tough one. Yeah. I mean, no Deshaun Watson last week. They looked absolutely terrible with Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback. They did play a really good team in the Ravens. And that defense is good. Okay, we'll put it. We're Kirk Cousins. Uh, what about Colts? Anthony Richardson looks good. Almost made a huge comeback last week. You know, the Colts are feisty right now. I, I think the Colts are Puka. Puka, okay. We'll put them I see Puka as feisty Kirk Cousins. All right. Feistier Kirk's cousin. Excuse me. Kirk's feistier cousin. We'll do Caleb Williams watch. We'll do Broncos. Well, it's got to be first and foremost. Yeah, obviously the Panthers. I got to add one. Not the Caleb second. Williams watch. Because, I mean, it would be. What? You changed the other name. Oh, I see what I did. Excuse my lack of understanding how this works. Because the Bears most certainly are Caleb Williams watch. Yeah. Can we put the Bengals in that last tier? We can we absolutely can. That is a very astute observation. Because that season, their season could be going downhill real quick if Joe Burrow doesn't get healthy anytime soon. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think we could put. I think it's time to put the Patriots on Caleb Williams. What? Think so? Okay. They're not good. They're not. All right. All right. I think everybody else can go in the rest. Giants in the Giants center it. Oh uh, no! I think they, I think they're just a, a, a hair above. Okay. Bears, Broncos, Patriots, and I think the Jets' defense is going to win them some games. Steelers, I think. No, they're the rest. Unless Mitch, Mitch could revive them all the way up to Puka. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if True God starts playing, they could be in trouble. So yeah, we'll put uh, Cardinals, Washington. Shit, if I mean Washington could could upgrade themselves into Caleb Williams watch the loss this week, so we'll see. I don't think that's happening, personally. I don't think so either. I'm just saying that good. Is it is it fair to put the Vikings not in Kirk's cousin? They're really bad. They are. But they, they do have the number one receiver in the league and the number one quarterback in the league right now. So that's yeah, that's Kirk Cousin. Okay, Kirk's so these are, these are the power rankings. It's official. That's I mean, I don't see stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, get into a little bit of talk from last week. Uh, Cowboys defense, absolutely incredible. Deron Bland leading the league in interceptions since he entered the league last year. Um I think Khalil Mack is leading the league on sacks after one game now. Does anybody else have more than six? Four games I in? 
I don't think so. I can do a quick Google, but huge performance by him. Yeah. Uh-oh. He has more sacks in last week's game than the Bears have had in their last, I want to say, nine games. Real stat. I think it's nine. It's either seven or nine. Okay, so uh, Josh Allen is tied with Khalil Mack with set. Okay. So, Josh Allen does it all. He does. Um, Bears were really good, and then they weren't, and then the Broncos got a win, technically. Um, that was a not a great game. Uh, it was a really good game. Kidding me? had it all uh, yeah i mean it was it was bad football good game i guess the best way to put it yeah no it was a it was a game then we had jets chiefs jets which chiefs. was absolutely a shit show of a performance by the refs on both sides uh just horrible horrible calls throughout the entire game then decided the game at the end and then Patrick Mahomes um lets down all the Kansas City betters um falling down at the one yard line but that's what that's what Super Bowl champions do yeah he said he said yeah, fuck your bets and fuck your fantasy team but I think that's about it I mean Christian McCaffrey at this point anytime touchdown just hammer it with everything you got yeah. Um, Straight my in this week, though. Let's see. Detroit. Detroit walked into Green Bay and just showed him showed him who's boss. CJ Stroud looking fantastic. We're big Stroud boys on this podcast. Oh, yeah. And Washington almost beaten Philly again. Uh, Washington's frisky, man. Yeah. Philly's just... Philly's not good. No. Oh, they're, they're not not good. They're just... Not as good as people think they are. So, I got one more team I, I want to mention, but I think it's better to mention while we talk bets, so I'll hold off on it. Okay. We'll start out this week. We're going to go across the pond. No, we're not going across the pond just yet. We're staying in the United States of America, and we're going to Raljon, Maryland for the game of the century. Are you sure that's where they play? I think so. I so I, I saw something that it was it was someplace else. And I was like, that's not Rajon, Maryland. Um I don't know. I could just be way wrong. Where North dude. Inglewood, Maryland. What I'm seeing, so that's probably right dude. outside of it, I guess. Commanders play and round. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll go yeah, with it. Go located back. in Prince George's County in Maryland is all I'm saying. But okay, either way. Uh, Game of the Century vibes here. Um, 
could be the greatest game of the year. Definitely greatest game of the last decade. Uh, just two powerhouse franchises, two historically great franchises going head to head. The battle of Thursday night football. Absolutely. Like this, mark this one down on your calendars uh, six, seven months ago when the schedule comes out as a can't miss game. Um, absolutely thrilled for it. But we have Bears and Commanders. Um, I don't know the spread on this game. Uh, let's see here. Three and a half. Three and a half. Maybe four. Commanders. Commanders are favored at home. Three and a half. So love that for them. Oh, six. Six point spread. Okay, um, six. So, but I'm well, not taking the in. spread here. Uh, I think it's going to be an absolute instant classic. But I am taking the under 44 here. Um I like that. I like that commander's pass rush. I think they can give Justin Fields some fits here. And then um, Sam Howell's looked pretty good, but uh, had some injuries at that wide receiver room. I, I, and that field just takes people's souls. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some injuries here. So yeah, give me under 44 in this game, in the game of the century. I could see this being a, a 14-10 game. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. So... I want to take the over so badly, but I'm not because it's Thursday night football and Washington's defense scares me. But I think I also think the Bears might have used all their touchdown plays already. I don't know if yeah. they have any more touchdown plays left. I, I don't know if another D coordinator is going to be dumb enough to not run spot drop zones against Justin Fields all game until he proves he can beat them. Um, yeah. Call Komet was fantastic. Uh, worth every penny, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, beating up on another cornerback. That's what he does. I saw, I, saw uh, I think the actual name of the Twitter page was NFL Rumor Mill, that there are rumblings that the Bears could actually fire Eberflus if they lose this game. You think that's actually possible? Everything I'm seeing and hearing says it is. Um, I do not understand how a NFL coaching staff will work without a defensive coordinator or a head coach. Like that is two massive positions missing. <laughs> but no. hey, if they if they want to be like shocked, I, I just I don't know. What uh, would Bears be the coach point? Has never been fired midseason. I don't understand the yeah. point. Like, well, I mean, at this point, I mean. You have two great quarterbacks coming up. You obviously know this isn't the answer. Uh, would this be a Ryan Poles decision if they do it? Because, I mean, Ryan Poles, granted, hasn't made some of the best moves, but he has put you in a position to get a quarterback of the future. He went out and got you a number one route receiver. It, it looks like he drafted decently this past year. Yeah, um, But. He's very yeah, mid. Everything yeah. is mid from Ryan Poles, and his free agent swings have just not really been good. Um, I'm being honest. I talked about this on my Bears podcast just earlier tonight. I don't – if you're sitting there at number one, I, I just – Ryan Poles has not convinced me at all that he can build around a quarter, a number one pick quarterback and that he should get the chance to. Like, I mean, it's it might, it's probably not even fair to him, but you know what? It's been two years. I think he showed me who he is. And if I if I'm running the Bears, that is because I have no authority. Just fire. Yeah. Whoever. 
but um, it, it just doesn't add like there's no real reason to trust that he can get the job done because he hasn't given you a reason to think he can yeah how old is uh virginia that turned 100 i think 100 something so is, is that gonna stay in the family after she passes yeah it should um they say it will uh we'll see I mean, I, I, they have all the estate tax stuff figured out and papered up, so I assume that the plan is solid, but no one really knows except for their attorneys and them. I feel like they need a new ownership group, but... They do. You and the Bears fans of the last 30 years have thought that. <laughs> I just... But anyways, I wanted to take the over in this game because the Bears are like something ludicrous. Like, 14 of their last 18 have gone over. Yeah, and their defense is atrocious. They're down to their number three nickel corner, their number three outside corner. Like they're they are just barely out there right now. So there's there's a lot of reasons to think that they can't stop anybody. Yeah, and I mean the Commanders have looked all right on offense. So maybe this is me just uh, thinking the Commanders' offense sucks. But I mean, I just I I don't see a whole lot of opportunities for the Bears here to score. And I don't see the commanders putting up 30 points. Um, and, Thursday night uh, unders are good bets. I mean, yeah. So I like that under 44 here. All right. Next up, we'll go across the pond this time. We're going to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, uh, which uh, it's Europe somewhere. I don't know. But uh, we have. It's England, isn't it? Does Tottenham play in England? I don't know. I don't know. Another are playing Tottenham. Jolly old England. Yeah. Uh, the Big Apple is what people call it. Um, <laughs> but we have Bills, Jags, uh, Jags back-to-back games across the pond. Um, and whenever they play at Wembley, it's the, everything goes under. Whenever they play at Tottenham, everything goes under. Over, I mean. Uh, so I, I love this over here. Uh, 48 and a half, Bills, Jags. Um Jags staying staying over there, so I mean they're not going to have uh, to really adjust to anything as far as um, flights and time difference and all of that. And then I think the Bills are solid to where they can score some points here. So I, I really like the over in this game, forty eight and a half. Uh, I like to see that Jags offense get going, uh, ETN get going, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, all them boys. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I could see this being a statement game for him. I really like the Jags in this game, but I'm just taking the over because of uh, how good that Bills team looked last week. But I could also see the Bills coming out and laying an egg after that um, big-time performance against the Dolphins. But, yeah, let me just stick with the over here, 48.5. I got a strong lean to the Jags, plus 5.5 on this. Um, I just think, like, I, I didn't end up betting it, but... I was really close. It like London games always scare me, but the fact that they've been over there and the Bills are coming off a big, um, <laughs> a big win, like where they put up massive numbers and then have to fly overseas. Like I feel like there is something there that the Jags five and a half. Yeah, I mean, especially coming off a division game. Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see the Bills being a letdown spot here, but. I still think they can score points with just about anybody in the league. So yeah, I think I like I like the over a lot here. And 
games go over in this stadium, so I don't know if they got fast grass or what. But uh, I think historically that stadium is like seven and two on the over. I can see it. I mean, I, I I don't dislike the over. I just I ended up staying away from the Jags. If I was betting anything, it was going to be the Jags to cover. Yeah. All right. Next up on the list here, we have Baltimore Ravens going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I'm showing a four point spread with a total of 37 and a half. What do you got in this game, Q? Bumped up to four, huh? I've got Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Good old Maserati Mitch is coming out, backing out of the garage. Yeah, coming with Mike, some TVs. Tomlin, Mike Tomlin seems like uh, his seat's as hot as it's been in the, what, 25 years that he's been there? Is it time to, time to paint the barn red? Yeah, it, he's getting close. I mean, I don't know how long he's been there yet, yeah. but I mean, it's got to be like 20 years, like like 18 or something. Yeah, I mean, I think he took the job when I was in sixth grade. It was after 05. It was like 06, 07, something like that. Sounds right. Then everybody thought Bill Cowher was going to get a job, and then he never did. Yeah, he didn't want one. I think the Bears no. wanted him a few times. but Cowboys wanted him a few times, too, supposedly. But so you like you like Mitch Trubisky in this game? It's not actually that I like Mitch Trubisky. It's that the last seven times these two teams have played each other, the game has been within three points five of those seven times. These games yeah. always end up within a field goal. And Pittsburgh coming off a, a ugly loss, they're gonna be they're gonna play their hearts out this game. I and agree. Baltimore coming off a bigger win, like I, I just I just think it has the makings for Steelers to cover at home. Agreed. So I like that for you there. That's um, why I got the terrible towel up behind me. Yep. Next up, we have Tennessee Titans going to Indianapolis. Uh, basically, a pick them here um, with the total being forty two and a half. I'm taking the Titans here. Uh, I think it's Tractor Cito season. Um, Titans are starting to roll, uh, looking good offensively and defensively. I mean, this is what the Titans do every year. They start slow, everybody rides them off, and all of a sudden they just rattle off six, seven wins in a row, and everybody's like, oh, the Titans are eight and three out of nowhere. I mean, it happens every year. So uh, I, I do like the Colts. I like the direction they're heading. Uh, looks like Jonathan Taylor's coming off the pup list, but supposedly he still refu- is refusing to play for the, the Colts. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, if they're going to trade him or if he's just going to not get paid uh, and not show up. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, check your Cito season, uh, Titans season. This is, uh, I like the Titans here. Uh, I got him at minus one, basically a pick them, but. There's a great halftime attraction this game. Is there? Mike Frabel and Anthony Richardson are bare knuckle boxing. Oh, midfield. Perfect. perfect. All right. Uh, next up here, we have Philadelphia Eagles at the Los Angeles Rams showing a four point spread here. Uh, Rams plus four at home with a total of 50 and a half. What do you have here? I got it at four and a half. I'm on the Rams though. Rams plus four and a half plus four. I'd still take it. Um, plus three and a half, I'd still take it. I'd take it all the way down to the three. I, I just Rams are feisty at home. Sean McVay, Sean McVay is a witch. It, it just it doesn't make sense. Doesn't need to. Sean McVay is going to cover this number. It's just 
It's what they do. Aaron Donald started looking incredible last. Like, he looked, like, almost revived last week. Kobe Turner next to him is playing lights out. Byron Young on the edge. Like, this is why Sean McVay's a witch. They just take these random defensive linemen in, like, the fifth round and are like, oh, they'll be good. And they're good. And it's like. And they're good. It don't Kyron make no Williams. sense. Kyron Williams, Pukaladuka. Uh, Cooper Cup coming off of injured reserve but it looks like he's still a couple weeks away from playing they say but they're not going to put him on the pup list or or put him back on ir either so he'll be he'll be back soon enough and uh matt stafford does have that rib injury so he's questionable to play right now but i I think he goes out there and slings it still uh one of the toughest quarterbacks in recent history always always seems to find a way to play so i think i think if he can go he'll go i like that bet a lot um uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I w- I might sprinkle that money line. Actually, uh, Rams playing good ball right now, man. If Stafford can't go, Stetson Bennett's gonna come in there and deliver the mail. Stetson Bennett got cut. Well, he's gonna get signed. <laughs> I think he's in rehab, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like that Rams pick a lot too. So moving on here, we'll go to. Houston at Atlanta, the Dirty Birds coming off the loss across the pond, uh, and then have to just come come home and play against the Texans. This Texans team is frisky. CJ Stroud is throwing the ball all over the place. Tank Dell, um, Dalton Schultz caught a touchdown from uh, Damian Pierce, I think, last week. Um, Nico Collins looks absolutely incredible for him. Uh, I mean, this offense is flying high. They lost Kenyon Green today, probably for the season. So that offensive line is He was just, already out for the season. Uh, he played last week, and now I think he's out oh, for the he? season. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, this offensive line it has a lot of talent. And whenever they get fully healthy, watch out. I mean, it probably won't be this season. So they might end up losing some games and then getting even more uh, talent on that young talent on that team. But I mean, D'Amico Ryan's got this thing rolling right now. CJ Stroud looks incredible. Give me the Texans plus two on the road at, at Atlanta and uh, sprinkle that money line as well at plus one fifteen or uh, one twenty five. I mean, I like it. I, I I was hoping the number might move up to three. It was two and a half when I saw it. Um, so I was just kind of waiting on that and it's probably not going to cut, not going to break for me. And I, I think this game kind of toss up like the Falcons. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a pick. I'm not, I think if anything, it's going to go towards the Texans. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised it opened up that big, especially with the Falcons coming back from, from London. Like I would think it would be at a pick them. Um, but at two and a half, I'd, I'd rather just avoid, like I'd rather, I want to get the three number or nothing. Yeah, no, I understand that. Uh, next up on the list here, we have Cincinnati going to Arizona. Arizona is plus three underdogs with a total of 44 and a half. What do you have in this game, Keel? Is Joe Burrow still good? Uh, Kyle injury is really killing him. He can't play in his feet. Uh, he has no mobility whatsoever. I mean, I think he's good, but I mean, he's... This is one of those things where I don't think the coaching staff has the balls to bench him and get healthy 
and Joe Burrow just has the mentality of if he can walk, he's going to play, which I think both things are hurting the team right now. Um, and after this game, I think they have 49ers and Ravens, something like that. They have a brutal schedule coming up. Um, and the calf injury is just going to keep lingering unless you just sit out and let it heal. So, um, yeah, I, I can't imagine they get a whole lot of wins this year. Uh, then now T. Higgins is out uh, for, or no, I think T. Higgins said he's he's going to try to play. I can't I can't remember, but um, if anything, he's going to be a little sore out there. I think he had a a rib issue or something. But what do you got in this game? So Bengals sitting at one and three right now, the the, the far more talented team, right? Oh, like yeah. Just on paper. Extremely more talented, very talented defense too. One of the best D coordinators in the league, and Lou Anarumo. I think that this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think the Bengals defense is going to come to win, and I think that they are going to keep the score very low. I don't think Burrow is going to going to be able to do a whole lot, as recent history has shown us. But I don't think it'll matter. I think the Bengals probably win, but I'm just taking the under 44 and a half. Yeah, yeah, I like that under. Uh, I, I think both defenses are great in this game. In this game, and I mean, with the way the Bengals have been playing offense, I mean, but they also have the potential to blow up. I mean, Jamar Chase could take anything at any point to the house. I mean, they, they got they got some home run guys where they don't really have to sling it. But if if you're betting on slants and out routes to go for touchdowns to hit your over, I think it's a pretty safe under. Yeah. That's my mentality. I don't think – I think the Bengals know they can't win a shootout right now, and they're going to play that way, and I think they're going to dictate the tempo of the game. Yeah, I mean, just get that run game going. Um, but, I mean, Cardinals are frisky, man. and They are. They're 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 going to play their way into purgatory um, at this point. So Yeah. But maybe, maybe they think they can win some games when Kyler comes back and Kyler's still their guy and still their future. So, I mean, if that's the case – they're they're doing perfect for that um all right moving on to the next game on this list we have the new orleans saints going to the new england patriots we have saints plus one and a half point dogs in this game is what i'm showing with a total of 40 uh it looks like we both have this game so what do you have on this game i got the under 40 and a half i think it's clear that Derek carr's elbow is not right he's got josh yeah. allenitis I can't it, believe the same they injury that Josh Allen had last year. Jameis last week, he looked awful. Yeah, that, um, that combined with New England's defense and the way that New England's offense looked last week. I mean, against England, the Cowboys, who are an awesome off defense, but like, yeah, New England did lose Matthew Judon and uh, one of their top corners. If that changes your mind, any? I forgot that they lost Judon. That's gonna hurt. But I already made the bet, so I'll stick to it. I'm under forty and a half. I just think it's a low scoring. Point. I got drag them out punch them out so yeah i got this at 40 but i also have the under um yeah Derek carr looks absolutely awful matt jones isn't good uh i think both defenses are top 10 top 15 caliber in the Mm -hmm. league um and i don't know what the weather is going to be like here but i mean it's starting to cool down in texas this weekend so i could only assume the northeast is also cooling down quite a bit so we might get some football weather in that game. So, uh, yeah, give, give me the under 40 in that. I like that a lot. We are 4-2 and two on bets that we agree on so far this year. NFL bets. 
NFL bets, four and two when we agree. Um, last game we have here, we have possibly the two best teams in football right now. Definitely the two best teams in the NFC, in my opinion. We have the Cowboys going to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Uh, I don't think Dak has beat San Francisco since he's came into the league, if I'm if I am correct. Uh, we have a three-and-a-half-point spread here. Cowboys are underdogs with a total of 45. Um, I'll let you take this one, and then I'll go. What did I bet? Oh, yeah. I bet Dallas to cover. Three-and-a-half is a square, an odd number. Um, maybe it's a rat. I don't really care. Last time I took a rat line, it worked out for me, so... This just, I think Dallas is the better overall team. I don't know if they have the better coach. I think they have more talent. I think that they should win this game, even though it's in San Francisco. I just, I like Dallas. I think their defense is a different animal this year. I think that adding uh, Mozzie Smith is really a boon to what they do in the line. And it, it, it changes their run defense. It really does. Like they, the way that they can eat up gaps on the line of scrimmage is much different than last year and they were already really good yeah. sure yeah so i mean this game's going to come down to whether or not the cowboys can stop the run game uh i'll probably end up betting cowboys money line by the time we get get to this point on sunday but right now i have the under 45 i think both defenses are really good dallas is struggling greatly in the red zone so far into this season so, I mean, they can move the ball up and down the field, but they just can't seem to find the end zone when they get there. And then I think their defense is good enough to to keep the 49ers at bay. Uh, we're really going to see what Brock Purdy's made of this week. I mean, he hasn't seen a, a defense of this caliber, really, since he came into the league. Um, and no, closest, thing we, closest thing we got was the Eagles last year where he got hurt almost immediately. So, really interested to see how he how he deals with this. Brandon Ayuk's been a monster here lately. Christian McCaffrey's obviously Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, we'll see. But if if the Cowboys get an early lead, I mean, I was talking to you about this last week. I mean, if the Cowboys put you in a position where you're past first, I don't know if anybody can beat them. And I don't know if they can do that to this 49ers team. But if they get Brock Purdy in a situation where he's past first every play, uh, 49ers could be in trouble, but I, I'm taking the under 45 in this. Yeah, I think that's a big part of why I like Cowboys three and a half. It's this is a put up game for Brock Purdy, and I mean, I, there aren't many quarterbacks that I think can really stand up to this Cowboys defense. Josh Dobbs is apparently one of them, but I mean, I I think that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah, and, I think that was definitely an anomaly. Yeah, I, I just don't think Brock Purdy's gonna going to be able to do what they need him to do in this game but that you're right that starts the Cowboys stopping the run uh, I mean yeah. that's that's what it always comes down to against the 49ers you got you yeah. got to take away their bread and butter first yeah I think if we can stop the run early and get get some get some touchdowns on the board make it a 14-3 game uh 21-10 uh late in the second quarter to where they're having to having to throw the ball, score some points before halftime, maybe get a pick six, and then really, really put the 49ers behind the eight ball from that point. And then if they turn into pass first offense, the Cowboys are gonna feast. So Yeah. Um, and then let's see, what games did we not touch on? Um Giants, Dolphins in Miami, eleven point spread, 49 yeah, and a half. Just too many 
too many points here. Don't like the total either. Um, yeah, I didn't really know to think about this game. If I had to bet it, I'd probably take Miami at home. Uh, Giants haven't looked great. And I'd probably take the over because uh, Giants do have the threat of home runs. And the Dolphins can also score 50. So, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'll be honest. If this if this line was like nine, I'd probably take Miami, even though I know that's a terrible bet. Like, I just, I love their home field advantage and their talent this year. Like, yeah. I just think that they are going to be blowing teams out. But 11 just feels a little too, like, circumstances can come into play and it can be a eight, nine point game. Um, Absolutely. Then we have... Uh, we got Chiefs, Vikings uh, in Minnesota. Vikings plus four and a half. It's, it's a weird number uh, with a total of 53. Um, I, I I really thought about taking Vikings there. Yeah. I mean, they need to get a win. Uh, Chiefs haven't didn't look great last week. Uh, seems like they're, they're due to drop a game here pretty soon. But, I mean, I still think they're the team to beat in the AFC. Um they're good at together. I mean, this seems like a just every year at this point, they start slow. Then about week eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, uh, they really start putting it together and uh, make their runs. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise me at all if the if Vikings can, can, can pull this one out. And with the way that Chiefs offense is looking, man, I, I don't, I don't hate that under 53 right there either, but yeah, like, so really looking at this game like i was really thinking about taking vikings but then i'm like they don't really have any corners that i believe and if you don't have cornerbacks i don't think you're gonna stop points and then kirk cousins has to be perfect all game and it's just i i just don't know anymore like so against pat mahomes i just i couldn't end up taking the plus it was five when i looked at it and i was like oh that number's screaming at me to take it but i just i couldn't yeah and then uh jets broncos i mean what a shit show of a game. We have Broncos one and a half point favorites uh, with a total of 43. Zach Wilson played the best game of his career uh, this last week. But I mean, if anything, if you made me bet this game, I would just take the Jets because I think the Broncos are that bad. Um, and if, if he can just play half as good as he played last week, I think the Jets can roll in this one um, yeah. with a total of 43. Might like that over as well, just with the, the home run threats of... Uh, of Brees Hall and um, um, other Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Um, the only thing I'd consider taking here is the under. The model likes the over, but I, no. uh, I like I like the over in that game. And then uh, last game on the list that we did not bet: Green Bay Packers going to the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know if Jimmy G is going to play or it's going to be Aiden O'Connell again. Aiden O'Connell did not look great against that Chargers team. That Chargers pass rush. Um, Packers are two point favorites with a total of 45. I'll probably take the Packers here just because I mean, I think they're better coached. I think they have the better quarterback. Uh, and the Ra- the Raiders just seem in disarray. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I think Josh McDaniels has lost all control of this team. And especially with no Jimmy G. Um, I hope they move Devonta Adams here pretty soon because I mean, it would just be cool to see him on a contender. But yeah. I, th- I think the Packers are just the more talented team. I, like, I think it's yeah. as simple as that, like looking at these two. Yep. Uh, all right. You want to go to the college slate? One more to th- get your thoughts on Carolina, Detroit, nine point spread, 45. Uh, I thought we talked about this one. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll take the Lions here. I think uh, Carolina's really, really bad. I think Detroit's really, really good. Uh, might like that over because I think it's one of those games where Detroit could possibly hit it themselves. But, um, yeah, I mean, Carolina's might might be worse than the Bears. That, that game's going to be incredible to watch later this season. Um, and as a Bears fan... Prime time. As a Bears fan, you, you can't lose that game, so... Uh, because even if you lose, you win. Even yeah. if you win, you lose. So it's fantastic. Yep, I am. That's uh, a primetime game. Yeah, I think it's Thursday night. Thursday night. Goodness gracious! <laughs> Bears, Bears are just blessing us with Thursday night presence this year. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I like the Lions in that game. I, I think the Lions probably going to win about thirteen games this year. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. I, I kind of like the Lions minus nine. It was just too fat for me to take, but yeah, I think I think they might run through that division pretty well. Yeah. All right. Want to talk some college? Yeah, we'll talk college. Uh, first game I got here. Uh, Missouri's been playing out of their minds this year. Uh, plus six and a half versus LSU. LSU has been kind of back and forth, man. They can't really uh, don't really have an identity. Um, Jaden Daniels has looked good, but. I mean, I, I like this role Missouri's on. Um, at home, it's going to be probably their biggest game they've had in years where they, they're they actually in it. So I, I expect the crowd to be going absolutely crazy. And uh, I don't know if they're ranked yet, but, I mean, they obviously will be if they win this game. So. I think they're yeah, like 24, me... 23 or something. Okay. But, yeah, give me uh... – Give me Missouri in this game, man. I I, I think they can do it, uh, but I definitely think they can cover at home here. So yeah, give me Missouri plus six and a half a spot. Lock it in. I'm on man. it. That's Next one of my up, Is it? Hell yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have the Red River Shootout, OU versus Texas. Um, I really wanted to take Texas in this game, um, but we just don't know what Oklahoma is yet. And they've, killed some people um this season but yeah it it this six and a half number terrifies me but i do think this game can go over i think both offenses can score i think texas has a great defense but i still could see this game easily being like 32 28 uh 35 30 in that range uh i could see some big plays happening for both teams so um and if not i think texas can roll and put up 40 and uh, OU can still put up 20 with that that veteran offense that they have going there in Oklahoma. So, yeah, give me over 60 in this game. I took the under in that game. Did you? Yeah, I, and I'm terrified about it. Not going to lie. Like, I, all the numbers said, like, under, under. Like, yeah, this, this is an under. This could be one of those games. And then games it was like, I looked up the history of, like, I looked up the past, like, five years. It's like all of them are over 60. And I'm, like, grinding my teeth. Like, that, I don't know. And I still, I took it. So we'll see. But they, I got they, the under 60 and a half. Historically, I mean, they could be, it could be 28, 30 in the fourth quarter. And then just an explosion of offense happens, too. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, against me. Yeah. So next up, we have... Uh, University of Alabama going to Powerfield play Texas A&M. A&M's only two point dogs here, which I mean at that point it's basically a pick on. And if you're giving me Alabama minus two against A&M, I know A&M beat them last year, but yeah, I mean I don't know. Maybe maybe this is a rat line and 
I'm getting sucked into it. But I don't, I don't think Alabama loses this game. And if I don't think they lose, I think they win by more than two. So, yeah, give me Alabama minus two. I, I, I almost took the over in this game, but I ended up staying away. Yeah. Uh, next up we have here, I have a USC team total over 47 and a half. Um, they're just so damn good. Caleb Williams is just so damn good. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I, I can I can get behind it. I wanted to take the over in this game, and then I the numbers didn't agree with it, and I thought about yeah, taking the team total, but I just I don't I, I, I don't know much about Arizona it. State, so that was the reason why I avoided the game total. Yeah. Um. So then, last one I have here, I have University of Wyoming taking on Fresno State in Wyoming. Wyoming's plus or six point dog. Uh, I saw this Wyoming team play twice. I saw them play against Texas Tech and I saw them play against Texas. They played Texas about as good as Alabama played Texas. I mean, they were in it till the very end and that was in Austin. Uh, they're a different team at home, it looks like. And uh, I know Fresno State's good. I know they're the darlings of uh, uh, Group of Five right now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Wyoming, they're, they're a tough-nosed team. Get, getting six points at home, I, I like this Wyoming team plus six versus Fresno State. I might tail on that. I I, I, did, I like Wyoming at home as a dog against just about anyone after watching those games. Yeah, so that's what I have. Uh, then uh, I have one more lean. Uh, this Baylor team's so bad, and uh, Texas Tech historically just we can't seem to beat Baylor, but – I mean, one point, uh, basically a pick them. Give me Texas Tech in this game. I know, I know Baylor just had that crazy comeback versus UCF, and I like UCF a lot. I said it last week. I took them minus 21 at Baylor, but and they were covering up until the fourth quarter where they got outscored 38-0. But, yeah, give me give me Tech in this game. Um, McGuire knows, knows this Baylor team. Uh, I mean, Dave Aranda's obviously a good coach but i mean they're one and three for a reason or one and four whatever they are at this point baylor's not good and uh texas tech's got to get rolling especially after that west virginia loss um so yeah if if i have a lean i'm taking tech in that game yeah i'm not touching that one i thought about taking i'm not i'm not betting it but it if i do that that was the only one only other one i was considering so tech spurred me too many times this year my man yeah no for real um, so other ones that I got aside from Red River rivalry and LSU Mizzou, I got Oregon State at California over 51 and a half. I got Maryland going to Ohio State, Maryland plus 19 and a half. Maryland always plays Ohio State tough. Maryland's been rolling so far this year. Ohio State has not hit their groove. Maybe this is the game they do, but I'm not buying it until I see it. Maryland makes all the sense. I love this. Like Maryland, that plus 19 and a half is probably my favorite college bet of the weekend. Um, yeah. Colorado going to Arizona State. Give me Colorado minus four and a half. They they just came off playing tough last week. Wait, who's right who that playing? Arizona State. USC's playing Arizona State. Oh, Arizona then. My bad. No, USC's playing it. No, I got it wrong. USC's playing Arizona. Okay, I looked at both those games, so I was like, I could have easily just put a state next to it on accident. But yeah, going to Arizona State, 
I think four and a half is just thin for the offensive output they've had. I know their defense isn't good, but I, I just don't think Arizona State's that good either. Um, yeah. I, I like think Colorado is going to do work. And then Kentucky going to Georgia. This is not the Georgia defense from the last few years. Jalen Carter is Kentucky in this game, man. I'm taking the over. Over 48 okay. and a half. I, I just, I think that this, this score is going to be, I, I, I think Georgia's totals are too low, Jim. Yeah. This isn't the defense that they were the last few years. Like they're still really good, but it's not that. It's not that. Uh, that's a big number, though. Kentucky's defense looks pretty good, but yeah, I, I like that game a lot. Um, and then what else you got? That's it. That's all I got. Okay, another game I want to talk about: Notre Dame versus Louisville. Louisville. I mean, they're overperforming right now. I mean, this is three weeks in a row. Notre Dame is playing a top twenty-five team. Uh, whatever you want to say about Notre Dame and their scheduling, this is going to be the hardest schedule that any Power 5 team has played in probably a decade, uh, if not longer. Because, um, I mean, I still think they have they have Clemson later on this season who won't be ranked, but still Clemson. Uh, and I think they have a couple other... Uh, oh, they, and they play USC as well. Uh, so, I mean, uh, Duke gave them everything they wanted last week. Uh, that was another game that I can't believe I didn't get that cover. Uh, absolutely insane. But uh, six and a half, uh, Louisville at home. Um, be a tough game for Notre Dame, but I really want to take Louisville on the money line and, and sprinkle that plus six and a half. If, if Louisville wins that game, I mean, they could start rolling. Uh, they look really, really good so far in this season. So that that's one to keep your eye out for. I, I'm not doing it, but I'm going to sprinkle that money line come, come Saturday. I can buy it. So, uh, but that's all I got. All right. Well, then I think, I think we're wrapped. We can uh, shut this thing down. Go listen to some, to some Taylor Swift. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I'm Last great American dynasty. Well over 22. Then yeah, I, I broke my ankle putting on boots. So, <laughs> well, we hope you heal quickly. Thank you, sir. All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, remember, whatever you do, do not sleep on them Houston Texans, boy. Uh, that might be our, our greatest prediction yet. I mean, they might be a playoff team this year. You know, I was questioning it. I was like, I oh, don't know, the commanders, man. I'm, I'm feeling it. But you were right. So far, you were like, the Texans are looking like the real deal. Bobby Slowick's got that that offense moving, man. Yeah, CJ Stroud. I mean, we were both high on Stroud. We thought it might take a year or two with that that talent but what he's doing right now with no offensive line and i mean watch out yeah watch Watch out out, boy but all right that'll do it thank y'all for listening and we'll see y'all next week adios